One of my favorite deeper dives of 2023 was the one we did with Nurse Nikki on the new mastitis protocol. We got so many great questions and comments during the deeper dive from all those who attended live. Shout out to Naomi, who told us at the end that she was going to fix all her care plans right away. Same, Naomi. Use the link in the show notes to subscribe and have monthly live access to all of our deeper dives, as well as all of our recordings going all the way back to January of 2020. You don't want to miss out on this. And we can't wait to see you at the next deeper dive. I'm Annie. And I'm Leah. And this is Lactation Business Coaching with Annie and Leah, where we talk about the smart way to create a compassionate and professional private practice. Let's dive in. Well, hey there, Annie. Hey there, Leah. How are you today? I am doing pretty good. I'm looking forward to our talk today because as a Virgo, organizing is top on my list, even though I might not always execute my wild and exciting organizational dreams. (laughs) I think about them all the time. I have like a weird, I don't know, horoscope sign things. Like I'm so much supposed to be a Virgo in so many ways, but somehow I have like this other side of me that like revolts against all things Virgo. So I love organization. I love making things look neat and tidy, but I also don't always execute them. So it's always helpful when we get to talk about these things. I'm telling you, every time we have a podcast and we talk about something, I'm like, all renewed energy and excitement about it. So probably this weekend, my my home office is going to be super organized because today we're talking about organizing your home office. What we are your thoughts are, and I, feelings? I have I have feelings. I um, <laughs> I am an upholder. That is my tendency, and so everything has the right place. I believe that it is possible to discover the exact right place for every single thing in my house. And then I yeah. make my family crazy because I will be like, oh, I found the better place for this thing. And then I'll move it and I won't tell anybody. And there've <laughs> actually been times where I've moved something to a better place and then forgotten. And then I'm like, well, where did it go? And then I will find it. And I'll be like, oh, that is the oh, best place for that. That, that was a good <laughs> idea I had. But um, yeah, I'm a little, um, I'm a little, um, I don't know what the word is for it. Um, It just really like things to be the way I like them. And it's not so much about being organized. It's, it's more about like, I mean, I do like organization, but it's more like, I just like everything to be tidy. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, they say outer order brings inner calm. And I totally resonate with that, even though Again, I don't execute on it all the time. I I can totally sense that when I look around my workspace and it feels like all jumbled up and and everything, I can definitely tell it impacts like my focus for sure because I start, the little Virgo in me starts going like, wouldn't it be cool if you had a whole little file system for those papers that you threw over there? And wouldn't it be so cool if you organized all your pins in colors and what type of pin they are? Like, wouldn't that be really cool? And let's go 
on Amazon and let's look for little magnetic, you know, pen holder things. That's totally where my brain goes. So I am strongly feel that that outer order brings inner calm thing is a real thing. And I know that um, it's something I keep in the back of my mind as I go to work, like sometimes meaning go to work, like in my workspace that like, oh, it might be helpful if I actually like tidied up a couple of things first before I got started so that it would be nice and calming for my brain. Do you feel like that? Can you have like a noticeable impact on your concentration when you have like that kind of more chaotic workspace? Yes and no. Yeah. I'm I'm like looking at my desk right now and I'm like, okay, I have like my little area. I have a little like decorative area that has... Mm -hmm a cactus that my friend gave me. And it has a little, um, another succulent that my younger daughter gave me. It has a little, Aww. um, shrink eating shark. Cause sharks are my favorite. And, um, and then it's really, this, yeah, they're totally about you. Sharks oh my gosh, are they're completely my, oh my, my ha- like yeah, sharks are totally my favorite oh, animal. So um, cool. talk about an animal that puts everything where it's supposed to go. <laughs> like you go, you go near a shark, it's going to decide exactly what to do with you. But I have this Definitely. little area and I have this beautiful felted doll of a mother holding a baby that, um, Aww. Amanda, my admin, who's been on the show, she gave it to me for the holidays Aww. and it's so lovely. And so all those things are like, they belong in that corner. But then there's also like, my phone is like over there and there's like some papers in my filing cabinet that I haven't dealt with or like my filing. I have a little thing on mounted to my wall. I don't have a cabinet, but I'm like, I'm supposed to deal with them. I can actually live with that as long as things are in the place that they're supposed to be uh, um, gotcha. where m- mentally I'm like, okay, it's there. But if like there were papers, I have to, I would have to put them out of my sight, but I don't necessarily have to like organize them and deal with them in the moment. Um, yeah. And I do have like messy areas like my desk drawer is a disaster and I don't care because the things that are <laughs> yeah. in there belong you don't in have there. to see it. Yeah. And you don't yeah. have to look at it. It's not in your eye in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. So are there things, you know, most of us or not most of us, maybe a lot of us have like a home office versus like an um, office space that we separate from our home space. And I know a lot of us, especially in the pandemic time, maybe even utilizing that office space even more so. And I know for me, that meant that I actually had to move my office. Um, my office is actually in my closet, which sounds so crazy, but it works. It totally works for me. That's what we're doing right now. But is there something that is kind of outside the box that you've done for having a home office? This isn't so much like an organizational thing as it is like helping my mind do things. So I think about like, this is about papers. So papers have like a, they have to move a certain way through my space. Mm. as they get dealt with. So like, this is things like the main piece of paper I have to deal with are like letters from Etna, please. I just want to be paperless or like like, EOBs from my, my insurance company. I'm like, where can I just check that box? I want to, I don't want this coming in the mail. It's so much paper. So those things, they have to go. The first thing they have to go into this little hanging thing. And that's where I know it has to be scanned or it has to be shredded, mm. but then underneath it. So then they have to go down underneath it. I have my scanner is on top of my shredder. 
Gotcha. And they're both, they both stay plugged in, but they're in the corner. So then if I want to scan, I slide everything out. I pull out the scanner. I put the, I pull out the shredder, put the scanner up on my desk. And then the papers go through the scanner, through the shredder. And then they've, they've moved <laughs> and down in a way. Oh, nice. That's, like that's a little my, flow. um, they have to go that way. They have to, they have to move that way. So, um, so I don't know, it's not really out of the box, but it's more like, that's how I remember. Oh, and then also there are things that if there's something that doesn't have to be scanned, but just has to be shredded that goes in between the scanner (laughs) and the shredder and the scanner Uh kind of holds it in place, (laughs) but I can't see it because it's like in a corner. Right. So it doesn't exist until I pull out the scan, the shredder and I'm like, oh, some things to shred. Fun. Job that my kids love is shredding paper. Oh my gosh. It's like the, they ask me all the time, do you have anything we can shred? Like, I don't know, go to the mailbox. I'm sure there's something that we can shred. Yeah. I think that's awesome to have like a system for how things flow in and then flow out because you're going to have a lot of things, whether that be papers or, you know, just other, um, office kind of things that are going to be coming in and out of your office. I know for me, when I had to move into my closet um, and create a closet, a closet workspace for me, one of the things I did, I'm sure you guys have seen this in, in your clients' homes is the little three-tiered basket thing on wheels. And I got that. And that's kind of like my organizational set up for having my, you know, just office supplies with me, but also like my teaching stuff for my virtual visits. And then I have like a little system for my papers because I take notes in my visits. And so I have them scanned into my EHR platform. And so I'll like stack them up at the bottom. And then I know, okay, I need to go. And after there's several there, I'll go use my fancy fast scanner and boom, 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 scan them all in really quickly. But um, I've had to really think outside the box when it comes to my little closet space and trying to make this space work for me. I know when I had my big office downstairs, so nice. Now it's been taken over by my sixth grader. He's He's like, he looks like a king, (laughs) like he's in this giant chair, you know, because he's in the really nice office chair we have. And I'm like, you look like you're living the big life here, buddy, some CEO in virtual school. But um, what's really nice that I had down there that I loved was I took one of the walls and I got one of the really big calendars, the one that does a whole year at a glance, you know, and it was, you could write on it with dry eraser. And that was so amazing to have that in front of me, um, to really look at the whole year as a picture and then like to see where I needed to move things. And then I could put notes about like goals I had on there and stuff. And that helped me stay so organized because I'm very visual So just having a calendar, say on my phone or something, because I can't see, you know, the next two months, I'll forget things are coming up and I won't pay attention to them. So it was really helpful for me from an organizational standpoint is I could scan that calendar was kind of always in front of me. And I knew, oh, we have that thing coming up. You know what? I need to put some tasks that need to come happen the next couple of weeks to get ready for you know, that thing coming up. So that's something that for me has been super helpful over the last two years where we've 
you know, just been busy and had new projects and podcasts and deeper dives to, to work into my schedule and things that I need to, you know, not always on the top of my mind, but I need to make sure that I'm getting my tasks done for them. So I love having that big 12 month calendar. I wish it could be reusable. That was the only thing I hated. It was like, seemed like such a waste because I threw it, threw it away at the end of the year, which was not the most fun, but I'm trying to find one that's more sustainable that I can keep up and use year after year because it was really so helpful for me. Do you have anything visual other than your little like decorative area? Do you have anything cues you visually for work in, in your workspace or are you not so much visually driven as I am? I'm going to take just a minute to tell you about Kathy's upcoming course. It is called Understanding Infant Reflux and Related Conditions in Lactation Practice. Early bird pricing is open now through May 16th, and which is the day May 16th when all of the course content is going to open. We've got six hours of recorded videos plus an additional two SERPs. So that's eight L SERPs total for self-study work that Kathy is going to be grading and reviewing and giving you feedback on. So Kathy, you put your heart and soul into this course. I know all of the research that you did. What is one of the things that you're most excited about teaching learners in this course? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't pay any attention to occult blood in the stool. I've actually had a couple of moms on elimination diet because of a positive occult blood test in perfectly happy, healthy babies. And this makes really no sense at all. But that's one of the little take-home messages. There are many. It's filled with nuggets and gems like that. Every second of this training is going to give you things that you're going to be able to use in your private practice. So definitely sign up for that. You'll have once you're in, you're going to have all the way until May of next year to get through this content because it's stuff that you're going to want to watch and rewatch again. So we're so excited that Kathy put this course together for us. I'm not as visually driven as you are and I mean, I think a lot of that though has to do with the fact that I, I live in such a small space compared to, and it's actually by New York city standards. We have a huge apartment. Um, we're, so I don't want to, we're very lucky to have what we have, but I just, I really don't like a lot of stuff out that doesn't have to be out. Um, and so I don't, I do try to keep like some, like, I like at my desk is right next to my bed. And so I also am like, I don't want too much work stuff out where I can see it because I also want to be able to quiet down mm. at night and be able to transition back to sleep, you know, to sleep. And yeah. I don't, you know, I keep my computer on my desk and I am pretty good at not pulling it out. Like when I, I don't really use it at night in my room because this is for sleeping, but it's, it's hard to have it right there. So like, I don't have a big calendar and I do, I actually, I mean, I really big surprise like technology. So <laughs> I actually, you know, I find myself more helped by apps. I use an app called ClickUp. That is where I organize everything. And it does help yes. me get, you know, see things, you know, big picture and, and granular and, you know, being able to stay on top of appointments. I would love to have a big calendar. And we were just talking before we started recording about like 
what date is our next deeper dive? And like, we had to like pull up our digital calendars. And then we realized that yes. like, we think the zoom link in the calendar, the zoom link that we have is not the same zoom link that other people are getting. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? I've got to fix that. And so, um, you know, there, there's a downside to that technology because it can mm-hmm. get messed up, yes. but, um, that, you know, like would be like, you know, sometimes we think about like, I'm going to buy this thing and it's going to make my life better. And I've certainly done that with technology solutions and mm-hmm. I have done it with things like I'll, I'll kind of think that like this one thing that I saw is going to like change my life and it's going to finally <laughs> make me organized. I'm going to buy it. And then I like yeah. use it, but not totally. And then I, for, or I forget that I bought it or right. it's the same kind of thing that I have. Like, I'm like, I forgot what I thought this was going to do for me. So <laughs> Um, I do try to be like more minimalist because I've found over the years that like, I'm just not going to be a person that's going to implement some kind of amazing system. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't really, I'm okay with that. It's better for me to just throw stuff away that I don't need. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how I keep organized. So I wonder for you with the space that you have, you know, with working in a home office, of course we have gear and supplies and things like that. How do you keep that organized or do you have a certain method for that? I know my husband, much to his dismay, um, I took over our downstairs closet, which was like where the vacuum and like all the jackets went and everything. And he's like, when do we get to have this closet back? I'm like, uh, check with me in like 30 something years because <laughs> I can't imagine that we're going to have all the stuff out of here. Um, so we had to like kind of hack space, take it away from other things. How are you managing like gear and just like stuff you have to have for the work that you do? I I can't keep anything that doesn't fit in my scale bag. Oh, and yeah. the funny thing is like, so my husband does lighting and camera for film and television. So he like, we want to talk about somebody who owns gear and gear. Ha- he's oh so gosh. organized and he actually like, he, I'm like, you should make like videos of yourself organizing your stuff because it is beautiful to watch. Oh, he wow. Takes, so like he keeps out all of his stuff in actually, well, one of the places where he keeps all of his stuff, he also has his own dedicated storage for his bigger equipment, but he keeps a lot of stuff in our garage and he will empty out the entire garage everything is all over our driveway. We, we have a garage for our apartment that we rent and it's in our building, which is very unusual for New York city. We do not keep our car in there. That would be crazy. <laughs> Why would you keep a car in a garage right. when you could put stuff in it? So, um, so much stuff. He pulls everything out and then he puts it back in and he puts it in order of how likely it is that he would need it. So oh. anything that he is not going to be using goes in the back um, so stuff where he's like, okay, this is like holiday decorations for the family, or this is my winter gear and it's May that goes in the back and anything that's going to be likely to be used frequently goes in the front. And so, so my scale bag gets, he incorporates that and he like, <laughs> sometimes he hangs it on a hook for me. Sometimes he puts it on a shelf. So he always like makes sure that my scale bag is where I can reach it. And then I have a little box that has my backup um, PPE in it and things that I, you know, like my, my backlog that doesn't fit in my bag. And then I just make sure that's like with the stuff that doesn't get hidden. Um, and he's pretty, he's pretty good about that. But I also like try to follow that rule of if I need it, it needs to be nearby 
And if I'm not going to use it, it can go in storage. But if it is going to be going somewhere where it's not accessible, I have to think, do I actually need this or want this? And if I don't, then it goes away, um, gets, you know, donated to a thrift store or taken, I take a lot of books. I get up with a lot of books. They go to the book swap in our neighborhood. So I do try to be good about getting things out that just came into my life and then don't need to to be here because they, they create that clutter, which doesn't bring that outer order. So I definitely agree with that. And I try really hard to keep like our space as minimal as possible, like the stuff I'm keeping too, because it's, you can go crazy. And if that was one, like, here's a piece of advice, don't buy all the things (laughs) because we bought all the things in the beginning. And I still have stuff that we bought like 10 years ago that we've never used. And I'm like, what do you do with this? Like, I try to give it away to everybody. I'm like, do you want these random something, something, you know, (laughs) like I can't figure out what to do with half the stuff that we bought back then. So there definitely is some real benefit to having a minimalist mindset when you are working from home, no matter how big or small your space is, um, that outer order will create that inner calm. So I hope that each of you have taken some ideas and and can put them to giving yourself some of that outer order so you can work in a nice, calm space. And I hope that you will also join us for our deeper dive. We're going to be with Rachel O'Brien on April the 14th. So I really look forward to this talk. We've had Rachel on once before and it was super fun and I can't wait to have her again. And you can register for the deeper dive with Rachel and also access our vault of past deeper dives Either um, you can sign up for one at a time or you can get a subscription and get a little discount and never miss a deeper dive at learn.anniefrisbee.com slash lactation business coaching for our memberships. Um, And we're really excited. It'll be 3 p.m. Eastern time. Everybody who registers in advance will also get the recording and then the recording will be available. And you can also buy our first deeper dive with Rachel is also available. So we're going to build on what we talked about because we totally ran out of time oh with her. So it was such a good talk. Oh my gosh. She has a super cute office and she has, yes. she has like fun little things in the background that she, she, um, she showed us at the last one. So you'll have to, you have to show up to see that if you weren't there. So um, until next time, it was great talking to you, Leah. Yes. Yes. Take care and enjoy your outer order. <laughs> if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Did you know that for just $15 a month, you can join our live Deeper Dives and also get all of our recordings back through January of 2020? Sign up today and be part of the conversation. The magic happens when you show up.